You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to a special on-the-road edition of Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. We are recording from beautiful Alexander Field where the rain is here, but we're hoping to get a little bit of a game in today, but that's neither here nor there. It is my privilege to welcome into the podcast Purdue alums and the voices of Purdue baseball, Drew and Kyle Charters. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, uh, doing excellent. Hoping to play baseball tonight. Uh, you know, baseball in the Midwest, this is sort of how it goes, <laughs> but uh, hopefully we'll play a little bit. Yeah, let's hope so. Well, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I've been looking forward to talking to you guys for a while and just talk some Purdue baseball and, of course, your journey through Purdue and just your love uh, for Purdue. Uh, as well. Uh, let's just kind of start with some brief introductions. We'll start with you, Drew. Sure. Just kind of tell us about yourself. Obviously, you guys are both from the same spot, but just kind of talk about where you guys <laughs> grew up and then how you made your way to Purdue. Yeah, uh, uh, we grew up here in West Lafayette. Um, went to Harrison High School, a uh, local school here in Tippecanoe County. Um, I've stuck around my entire life. Kyle, he'll tell you, left for a little while. <laughs> um, but uh, I currently live right down the street from my childhood home, went to Purdue. Um, uh, I was a probation officer right out of right out of college. Uh, switched gears for a little while. Met my wife. Uh, switched gears for a little while, and now I run a replacement window company and and do the the baseball gig on the side. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Kyle? Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's the same story. Obviously, <laughs> grew up in the same house. Went to Harrison. Graduated from there in '97. He was a few years behind me, so in 2000, um, graduated from Purdue in 2001. Uh, a telecommunications major so I actually did then leave town went to Mary and did some radio news in the morning came back worked at Golden Black Illustrated covered uh, Purdue football and uh, women's basketball mainly as a writer but also a podcaster I guess and, and did some radio on the side including then in 2004 that's when I started uh, as a Purdue baseball play-by-play -play. Drew joined probably five or so years my later my first part-time you, you had me fill in in 2007 for the first time. My first full-time was 2008. Awesome, cool. So, yeah, so we've been doing that. We had a morning radio show together, uh, and unfortunately, that was silenced by COVID, <laughs> uh, which, was, which was really fun, um, you know, because we, uh, I think, have a, a certain chemistry where I basically make fun of him for a lot of things, <laughs> and he, for some reason, takes it. Uh, and, you know, it's not, it worked out well, but, uh, but we've, you know, we enjoy doing Purdue baseball and, and try to make it fun and entertaining and it's uh, good when Purdue's winning and they're winning this year so yeah, it's been yeah, nice that's for sure yeah it's been fun to watch Purdue baseball this year Drew I'm the, I'm the younger brother too so I feel your pain <laughs> <in that. laughs> we got one younger so I don't take all of the brunt of it there's a uh, still a, a cushion beneath me that uh, can take take more of it so. well, that's awesome you guys kind of touched on it a little bit your, your, your postgraduate careers uh, starting as a probation officer you mentioned all the things you did mm -hmm. Now back, uh, kind of talk about what you guys are doing now. You mentioned doing window replacement. Yep. How about you, Kyle? Uh, I'm a real estate agent here in town. I, I transitioned into that in, in 2018. Uh, so following in footsteps of, of my mom, who was a realtor in town for 30 years before she retired a few years ago. And really, I've enjoyed that transition. It has, um, I, I like it. And, and then also it provides me a little bit more time to, to delve into to baseball and, and things yeah. like that yeah. still. And, uh, do the morning show when we were doing that and, and things like that. But my primary gig is, is uh, you know, helping people buy and sell real estate. And, and it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. I think my fourth or fifth year now. So, so it's been great. 
Sounds pretty flexible, too, to be able to do this baseball thing on the side, right? And the younger brother, who's not here, uh, also is a realtor, so I, I occasionally lean on him if I have to be at the ballpark, but the day job uh, is, is calling my name, too, so that's been a big help. That's awesome. Well, a free plug uh, if you're looking for a home up there. You there go. you go. <laughs> call Kyle, and if you're looking for windows in Indianapolis or the Let's Lock there area, right? That's or anywhere. He'll, he'll, he'll go anywhere. Okay. He'll sell you windows. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's talk about your roles with Purdue Baseball, being the voices of baseball, what you guys do. Uh, I'm the color commentator, uh, so Kyle will tell you he'll handle the play-by-play -play duties. Uh, so I do all the home games. Occasionally I'll venture out on the road. I'm going to Iowa uh, next week, and I'll actually be doing the play-by-play -play there. But uh, um, that's very rare, uh, maybe once or twice a year. Um, and again, started in, in 2008, so been doing it for a long time. And you know, you touched on that flexibility. I've been thankful that my my you know job and career has given me that flexibility to be here. Uh, you know when they want me to be here and it's a blast. I mean, I, I, I sit here and watch baseball I've watched more baseball than the than you know most anybody I, I I'm friends with or associate with and uh, You know, it's, it's a it's a great part of my life and I enjoy it. Yeah, not a bad gig to be out here at the baseball field <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I do play-by-play and have since 2004 I uh, did a little bit of high school sports before that but I hadn't done baseball until I started doing Purdue baseball and I, I you know, I've always loved baseball. I like the sport I like sort of the strategy and, and um, you know, everything that's involved and how, you know, one little pitch, one little play can make a, a huge difference. It's been great to follow Purdue, obviously. I mean, they've had some great seasons over the years. 2012 obviously stands out in 2018 mm -hmm. as well, both NCAA tournament teams. Um, Rob Blackman takes a couple of games uh, from me a year just to, to <laughs> make sure that maybe I can spend a little bit of time with the family. <laughs> at home so uh, Rob's done that for a number of seasons now and sort of as his schedule has changed with men's basketball and he does a little bit of IndyCar mm -hmm. stuff you know he's taken a little bit of a step back from from Purdue baseball but still gets in a handful of games and Drew goes on the road once a year mm -hmm. and does some play-by-play -play. so we've got a team of a few people that rotate in occasionally when we've got some scheduling issues because yeah. it is hard to do 56 games sure uh, in a season, uh, but I love the travel. I love being on the road. Uh, you know, Texas that first weekend was fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's nice to go on the, the, the road trips to the Big Ten schools, and uh, I'd like to think it keeps me a little bit younger <laughs> because <laughs> I get to hang out with a bunch of guys who actually can play the game. Um, yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. And you, you know, that per I always say I, I love that you guys do the radio thing and it's available on the stream on, online because you know living down in Indy and not getting to come to the games like I'd like to right. it's fun getting to, get to listen to you guys on the radio and just kind of follow along the game as, uh, from that standpoint so thank you guys for doing that you guys are doing an awesome job we, I love we, we try to, to make it you know both informative about baseball but I think we you know not to tutor and horn I think we try to make it a little <laughs> bit entertaining yeah. also you yeah. know just with some other stuff that we've done especially yeah, we've done some some funny things during the lean, the more lean years that we've tried to make it entertaining. Uh, one season we, yeah. we, we, we were trying to pick which was, which came first, the player's walk-up song right. or the player's birthday. That, that, was, that was a good game. We did, we did that a few and times. The, the, and the fun facts that aren't even true. Yeah, we started, doing, we started doing alternative facts. Yeah. Uh, before, before it was cool, before it was cool back in the day. <laughs> so uh, we've done that occasionally during during some lean times. Awesome. Uh, what do we call it? Our, uh, fun facts, fun facts that aren't even true. Aren't even true. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that that's turned out pretty, that's pretty awesome. fun. And you guys also host a Purdue, or not? Sorry, not a Purdue, a baseball podcast as well, right? Yeah, we started that uh, four years ago. Yeah. Uh, just we felt like there was a you know podcast were becoming you know so popular, mm -hmm. um, and we just felt like there was a lack of coverage of Big Ten baseball, and it was. Uh, 
you know, becoming more popular in, in the area. And we wanted to help, you know, grow, grow that throughout the Midwest and the area. And mm -hmm. uh, so we record one a week and, and we've been very fortunate enough that all the uh, Big Ten coaches have been, uh, you know, very, very accommodating yeah. with their schedules um, as we have them as a guest every week. Uh, I think it's been successful. I, I, yeah, the only coach we've never gotten was Darren Erstad, and we won't get him because he's not coaching anymore. <laughs> yeah. So uh, every, everyone else we've, we've gotten on the show, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've gotten a lot of help from, from SIDs, and it's, it's been popular. I mean, I think that there was a craving for more uh, Big Ten baseball coverage. And yeah. It's a little bit of a niche, I think, still, but, um, you know, we've had a pretty good following on it, and, and we've enjoyed doing it, too. It takes – Maybe more time at times than it needs to, because <laughs> uh, we have to compile some stats every week that, that takes a yeah. couple hours that we yeah. we prefer maybe to have somebody else do for us. If anybody has an intern, they want to send our way. <laughs> compile big we need to get stats person. Yeah, yeah, we need to get stats person. Is it a weekly uh, podcast? Yeah, during the season. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. awesome. Yep. Yep. And uh, just going back to the, the broadcasting part of it, I don't want to kind of put you on the spot here, but maybe one comes to mind either from this season or uh, previous years you've done this. Is there a call that you've made that just stands out that, oh, man, that was awesome to be able to call that moment? Well, even, I mean, even just a couple of years ago, uh, Mason Gavre hit a home run. Uh, Purdue trailed Rutgers 4 to nothing in the ninth. I think Purdue ends up tying the game in the ninth, and then he came up with a couple of runners on and, and uh, hit a three-run home run over the left field fence that uh, was a good call. It was just so improbable. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's you know they the game was over basically I mean I felt like it was over and um, you know it was a somewhat I don't want to say meaningless game but it you know wasn't a big moment it wasn't a championship or something but just a sort of impro improbable comeback I mean obviously there's the you know the championship you know years and and uh, um, you know 2012 and 2018 um, you know winning the regular season there and um, you know Rob actually was in in uh, Columbus for the tournament that year, 2000 for the Big Ten tournament. Mm -hmm. So, so he called uh, the the fight at the end of yeah, the, the Indiana, Indiana Purdue game. game, which had to be a challenging call, but I'm sure one that was memorable for him. Um, and uh, you know, both of us then, Rob and I both went to 2018, the NCAA regional, which was which was great. Drew and I were together in the middle of the night at the yeah. NCAA regional in 2012, which was you know an experience in itself because the as people might know that. Kentucky Kent State game, which was the first game of the 2012 regional in Gary. Our beautiful park here was not yet <laughs> finished, unfortunately. It was like partly done in 2012. So Purdue had to play up in uh, Gary at the Steel Yard. And that, that we had a huge turnout of alums and Purdue fans. I mean, there were thousands of people there. And unfortunately, everyone had to wait till 1130 at night because the Kent State Kentucky game went to 21 innings. Wow. And so that, you know, is a, is a memory in itself. Purdue beat Valparaiso in that game. I don't know when it ended. It probably was 2 o'clock a.m. Yeah. Eastern time or something crazy. Um, but that certainly is one that sticks out. Yeah. Yeah, similar for me, uh, you know, that 2012 season. That, that was the first going to Gary. And unfortunately, we had to go somewhere, you know, because the, the field wasn't done here, Alexander Field. Um, so it was, a, it was a home series in Gary. But since it was a home series, I was able to go on that trip, and yeah. so that was my first true like road trip with the team. Um, and you know, the, I mean, Purdue fans traveled so well to Gary, and the That's place was awesome. packed. It was just such a such a great place to be and an atmosphere to be in. Yeah. And then the and then the 2018 season, you know, that was such a uh, 
it was such a cool season because uh, the team sort of rallied around uh, Landon Griffith and, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of mediocre through the year, but then all of a sudden, you know, towards the end of the year, they rolled off, what, like 18 out of 19 wins or something like that. And, and it was just such a fun time to see that team grow and be coached so well by, by Coach Waskowski and, and uh, make it to that tournament when nobody really expected them to. It was a fun season. Landon was a young fan who was battling some health issues who – Came to the ballpark, I think, to the Indiana game that year, yes, if that memory right. serves. Yep. And pretty really rallied around him, and I think, you know, both were beneficial to each other. Um, so, you know, it made for a, a good story, and I think a good yeah. story both for Landon and for, yeah. for Purdue. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Plenty of great moments this year, too, off to a great start this season. And you know, got to call quite a few walk-offs this year, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there have been six walk-offs, including just a few days ago against, yeah. uh, against Valparaiso. So, yeah, Purdue got off to a great start. You know, there was a, a little bit of a lull, um, you know, as there is in a 56-game season. I think, you know, it's hard to play really well for 50-plus games <laughs> in a year. But uh, hopefully here down the stretch, and, and it looks like they've played a little bit better here recently. So hopefully down the stretch, though. They'll get rolling and get back to the Big Ten tournament. I think that should be Purdue's goal probably every year, get in the Big Ten tournament. And then, uh, you know, try to put yourself in position to get in the NCAA regional. I don't know if an NCAA regional is in their future for this year. Probably not unless they would really do something uh, down the stretch and maybe at this point even win the Big Ten tournament. But certainly it's been an exciting season. Yeah, for sure. It's been fun just in the last couple of years getting to know Coach Goff and what a, a great guy he is. He's an easy guy to root for, and it's fun to get behind behind him in a squad and just – how you know optimistic he is, and just well, he plays he, a good style of baseball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's it, fun. at the very least, you know, they're they're exciting to watch. They run, uh, they they hit the ball. Um, you know, the pitching has been a little thin this year, and a lot of that is due to youth and, and maybe more than that injuries. Um, but certainly, they play a, a great style. I mean, they you know what do they they got the big sign inside mm-hmm. there, the the fastest show on dirt or whatever the yeah. the gigantic sign is inside the clubhouse, and it's true. I mean, they they run around. Did you guys grow up playing baseball, loving baseball? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that, that sums it up right there. Uh, no, we both we both played throughout. Um, you know, Kyle. Don't being, let him be modest. He's he's better than. <laughs> he was always better than me. <laughs> Kyle being older than me. My you know my favorite experiences growing up playing baseball were you know Kyle being older than me when he got to the certain age where he could turn around and then coach some of my teams. So when I when I when, couldn't play anymore. Yeah, when he could. <laughs> But he would turn around and then, and then therefore coach, you know, my, what, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, yeah. you know, sort of age mm-hmm. groups with, with my dad. And, and so him being there, you know, with me and, and helping me out really helped me, you know, propel myself to be able to play in, in high school. And, um, I mean, I, 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 it's by far my favorite sport. I love playing. Coach Goff, as you know, has us out here to bat, batting practice every year in, in, the, in the fall. And it's, I look forward to it every year. I, you know, once it's over, I look forward to the next year. I'm, I'm thinking about it right now, and it's, yeah. it's, it's just a blast. It's well, he's going to be on the road. He's going to be on the road in Iowa, and Goff always tries to get me on Thursday nights <laughs> when we practice on the road to take BP, and I usually find myself in the bathroom or somewhere not near the field so I don't have to do it. I will not Drew, be finding myself Drew in the bathroom. will probably actually want to take BP because he can actually, you know. I'm going to have my batting gloves on. Hit the ball. <laughs> Yeah, I got to do that for the first time this last fall. I was a, an absolute blast. I think I pulled a muscle or hurt myself, but oh, yeah. it was still, it, it was totally worth it. Worth it was it. so much fun. Totally worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what what does Purdue mean to you guys? Um. Well, I mean, to me, it's it's. Um, I enjoy. You know, I've lived here my entire life. Um, you know, I, I enjoy having something that can sort of bring the community all together. 
Um, you know, we all have a common goal, I feel like, uh, you know, in the community, whether it's, you know, baseball or whether it's going to the Rose Bowl or whether it's, you know, going to a Final Four. I think everybody in the community can uh, can rally around each other. And I, I think that that's what I like about living in West Lafayette. And, and that's what I like about Purdue. Cool. You know, it's been a little bit different for me because I spent 15 years and still do write for a website called Saturday Tradition, do a little bit of, you know, Purdue commentary. So... For me, I've been a, a neutral observer a little bit at times during my during my career, so uh, less of a fan um, at times. So you know, baseball provides me a little bit of better abilities. You can see by you know wearing the Purdue shirt and you know getting paid by Purdue and being here because it's Purdue provides me that opportunity in this setting to be a fan, which is I think a nice thing for me that I, I don't always get to do that. In fact, I had not sat in the stands at Ross Eight Stadium yeah. until. Well, my first game in ross Stadium since 2003, I think, was during the COVID year when Drew and I got a couple of tickets and we sat with 500 other people <laughs> in the rain yeah. for the Northwestern game. That was my first game back in ross like in the stands, yeah. like not in the press box. Uh, and, you know... 18 years or whatever uh, and then we actually sat in the stands like with actual people last year right. and that was the first time for me that I had been you know in the stands but you know Purdue uh, you know when I was a student I, I worked at the Exponent I worked at the NPR station on campus and for me that was my education um, and sort of my jump start into into being able to do some of the stuff that I like to do both as a writer and then as a as a radio guy and you know I love doing radio I loved when we had the morning show it was fun um, we gave each other a hard time, but I thought, you know, <laughs> we're entertaining and, and informative. And, you know, we started, they were able to carry that into, into baseball as well, and it's been a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys both married with kids now as well. Talk about We both have twins. Yeah. yeah. So, well, talk about that. Your twins are older. I know yeah. that. And so, you know, when you get when you find out you're getting twins, talk about making that call and saying, hey, we're having twins <laughs> yeah. too. And, right. Well, for me, it, it, was, it was neat because, you know, him, Kyle being older and, you know, he keeps talking about how much he razzes me all the time. You know, I had twins first, you know, four years before him. Yeah. So I could see him go through the process and laugh at some things that he was doing or not, ex <laughs> not expecting or underestimating about having twins. And it's like, man, you have a lot to learn. And I'm here to teach you. I can, I can help you with this. Uh, but it's been great. I mean, twins are a handful, obviously. Um, but I don't know it any other way. I had twins and, and two and done. And, and, uh, and uh, they're six now. So each year goes by, they get a little bit more independent, <laughs> a little bit more easier to take care of. I, I, you know, they're both girls, so it might uh, go the other direction here eventually. <laughs> Uh, for a little while, but uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, Drew's wife Leslie is a Purdue grad. My wife Erin is also a Western Kentucky. You know, that. oh, Western Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> she works at Purdue. She works at Purdue. <laughs> she works at Purdue. <laughs> Boy, that was fun. Uh, my wife is a Purdue grad uh, and went to UND, but uh, I'm trying to trying to make a recovery here. Um, not sure where I was going. Well, yeah, twins. I, I don't know if I called them and told them or just let them find out. I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it's more sort of funny um, that, that we both have that, that is um, cool. experience. Yeah. So, and I'm following him, I guess, as he said. <laughs> and just how awesome is that that you guys get to live in the community that you grew up in and be around Purdue and get just let your kids kind of experience that at a young age. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want my, you know, I, I want my kids to, to grow up, you know, similar how I did. And, and I know when, when I graduated from high school, it was, 
there wasn't really any question about it. I was going to Purdue, you know, yeah. and and I want you know my kids to have that same feeling that it's that it's here and it's a great school and you're going to get a great education and you're going to have a, a, a great time even though parents are nearby and uh you know i just I, you know i i, I think um that um that they'll just enjoy that experience with you know having purdue around their entire time just like i did yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have an older daughter too who i think is looking in this direction maybe uh she's 14 um, I got that right. At least. <laughs> get something occasionally. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the two twins obviously are, are not even two yet, but, uh, but clearly this will be an option. I mean, my wife and I won't, as far as I could tell, won't ever leave town. Our, both our parents live here. Um, siblings are, are either here or close to here for both of us. So, um, you know, we'll be around for a while, I would suspect. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, as we're kind of wrapping up, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, I, I would just like to add that I do know what Leslie's history is. <laughs> You're going to hear about that on Twitter later. <laughs> she does it. She's going to rave mistake. Yeah. I am going to, I'm going to take one on the chin <laughs> on Twitter, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the only thing, I, I mean, I love, I love what I do. This is, yeah. I get, I get paid to watch baseball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know, growing up, if I told you in you know in, in my in my late thirties I was going to get paid to watch baseball, I would have told you, whoa, that's a pretty good life. You yeah. know, so uh, I get paid to watch baseball, and it's been a blast, and I hope to continue doing it for. He a long owes time. that to me, by the way. I took a <laughs> gigantic leap. Like he had no radio background. He had played, but he had no like actual yeah. radio. I was just like, eh. I think the first game I was like, I was so bad had, those first few games. So you bad. were not great. <laughs> got a lot better. <laughs> You've gotten a lot better. In fact, sometimes when I listen to him, our voices are very similar. When I, I listen to you do play-by-play, -play and I'm like, I, it's hard, like, not to be like, how is that not me doing that right now? Because it sounds like me. I mean, even the sort of the cadence and stuff, yeah. and so that has sort of made it strange. I mean, I'll listen when you're at Iowa next week and be like, what? I don't understand how I'm not the one there because yeah. it sounds like I'm the one there. Twilight range, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, and I want to give you guys a chance again too to, to plug the, the baseball podcast. Where can, what's it yeah. called? Where can people find it? The Big Baseball Podcast. Uh, you can find it on anywhere you you stream podcasts. Uh, um, we release them mid Tuesday mornings, um, and then they're available all week, so you can download it whenever you want throughout the week. Um, but usually around uh, you know eleven o'clock in the morning on on Tuesdays is when those are released. Awesome. We even argue about that. He <laughs> wants to do them on Wednesdays. <laughs> And I want to get them done on Tuesday. And get, get Wednesday makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Guys, it's been so great having you guys on the podcast and doing this special edition at Alexander Field. Also should add, Drew's got the coolest beard of any guest I've ever had on the hey, podcast as well, go. so that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and I also want to give a, a special thanks to our Fox 59 CBS 4 videographer, Corbin Millard, who made the trip up here to help record this episode. So special thanks to Corbin for doing that. Gentlemen, thanks again for joining the Full Steam Ahead yeah. podcast. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.